Let's do it. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Matt's favorite phrase of all time. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? Welcome back. Energy. To, yes. Welcome back to another episode of The Energy. No, The Memo. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are a two-man show today. Mr. Masados could not make it this week. He's a busy man, you know. He's, he works a lot. He's a hardworking boy. We yeah. will miss him, but you got the two uh, better, the two-thirds that are better than the last yeah. one-third. He and, still has a real job these days, which is yeah. kind of just like mind-blowing to me. Who's um, not sitting on their couch raking unemployment? Exactly. Like, come on. Yeah. That's where the money's <laughs> at these days. Yeah, man. But, um, yeah, you got Richard Lyons and Matt Brodsky. Um, there is some cool stuff to talk about, you know, and sports are really on their way back. It looks like. It looks like. We still don't know because anything can change at any time. But, you know, we're here. Um, so I think what we should start with is because it's pretty much a separate topic from the rest of the stuff. We have a lot of NFL stuff we want to get to, but I think we should start with the NBA, just get it out of the way and considering it's actually – uh, coming up, players are reporting to Orlando now uh, in waves, I guess, like people showing up at different times. But mm. there are some significant players that have not that uh, have opted out of playing. So we just want to go through those yeah. players. Um, and it's funny, too, because it's it's the two teams in the East that really have like the least chance of making any sort of noise or going anywhere. And it seems like do they even need to be playing in these games? You have the Brooklyn Nets, who I think now they're on their fourth player who opted out. You have Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, you have, I mean, tell me, I don't know. Uh, Torian Who, Prince. Why am I blanking? Torian Prince. Uh, what, did DeAndre Jordan was, opt out? Yeah, DeAndre Jordan is not playing. I forgot. And there the was f- someone else. I'm going to find out right besides, now. Ke- besides, obviously, <laughs> KD and Kyrie, there was yeah. someone else um, who opted out. So we'll get oh, that. Uh, Chandler. Chan- yes, Wilson Chandler, right. So those are four guys who, I mean, they're role players. Dinwiddie's obviously a, a, an important part of the team. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be signing replacement players who are like free agents, I guess. So like they're just makeshifting an entire roster almost. Yeah. Um, and then you have, for the Wizards, um, Bradley Beal is joining Dal- Davis Bertans, who already said he was opting out. Beal is not going to play uh, because of shoulder injury. I didn't know he was hurt, but I guess he has a yeah, shoulder injury. Yeah, maybe it could not be that severe, and he's just kind of, like, not worth it, maybe. Um, I don't know the extent of his injury, but, yeah, I mean, like you said, they're two pretty bottom-barrel teams, except the Nets are, aren't they the seventh seed at the moment? Yeah, so, I think they're, like, one game up on Orlando, though. Oh, okay. So, but if they do end up being the seventh or eighth seed, I guess they got to stay there long, pretty long, you know, and it kind of sucks considering they have absolutely no shot. But. Yeah, that's the thing because when all of these Nets guys were dropping out, um, yeah, they're half a game – the Nets are half a game up on Orlando. So okay. I was thinking, like, with all these Nets guys dropping out, maybe the Wizards can actually, you know, get themselves into the playoff picture and then Beal dropped out. So, so they, mm-hmm. you're basically – I mean, Isn't the it, Wizards – they had, the Wizards have to get within four games of the eighth seed to even have the play-in. They're five and a half back now, so the Nets will probably just drop to eight, and that'll be that. Yeah, is it so? It's going to be so. You're saying the Nets will drop to eight, and and like the Wizards won't be within four and a half. Yeah, games. I don't think that they yeah. would even force the play-in game. So yeah, I guess the only positive for the Nets at this point is like 
you get Levert more playoff experience, who will be, you know, hope a key piece. I expect unless they pull something and Kyrie wants everyone gone or something like that. But um, maybe some of these other guys uh, that are unknowns on the team get a chance to step up and uh, they show a little something, and the Nets can flip them for some picks. But yeah, that's yeah. It's, Levert it's, and Allen too. There's going to be the only guys really. Yeah, yeah, I forgot team. about Allen, my boy. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so um, those the, guys will get some in, good minutes. In the West, we haven't really heard that many. I know Avery Bradley of the Lakers has opted out, and they signed J.R. Smith uh, in his in his place. And mm-hmm. Lou Williams still hasn't said anything on if he's going to play or not. And I feel like it's kind of getting close. <laughs> Did he say that it was like up in the air? Yeah, I I just looked it up on Twitter before just because I wanted to see if he was confirmed or not. And the only things I see are like the tweets I saw from a week ago of people saying he's 50-50 at the moment. And Ramona Shelburne said he was leaning towards not playing. But I'm surprised there hasn't been any official announcement considering players are showing up now. Yeah, they're all like going down to Orlando. Like what I think it's this week, everyone, the teams, yeah. they have it like scheduled out what teams go when. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure he's going to end up playing. I feel like it's just a little mind game with him. Um, yeah, probably wants everyone who hates the Clippers to be like, yeah, they don't have Lou Williams. Let's go. You know, people like me. <laughs> but um, yeah, those, that's really, it's, it's crazy. Like some of these teams have to, at least there's no really, you know, besides Beal, but he's not on a really relevant team at the moment. There's no huge star that is. Yeah, well, because I think really out. the thing that's happening is you're seeing that the players that are opting out are obviously on teams who don't have a shot. So mm-hmm. it's like they don't think it's worth it, obviously. So yeah. the teams that are actually competing, maybe they don't think it's the best idea, but they want to win a championship. So they're going to, you know, put that aside and, and go try to compete. And Joel Embiid, I don't know if you saw, he had a statement yesterday um, about going to the uh, – to the bubble and I'm trying to find what it was right now he was basically saying that like he doesn't agree with it um, he doesn't think it's the best idea but he said he's like I have to put on for my city and I'm not going to let uh-huh. them down this is what he goes he goes uh, I, I'm not a big fan of the idea but then again I'm going to do my job I'm not going to let the city down I'm going to represent my city that's what I've always done so you just gotta the mindset doesn't change so that's what I, it's basically team players that, you know, think that they have a shot to win. They're going to be more willing to take the risk than t- players on Brooklyn yeah. and Washington. It's going to be a, a really interesting playoffs, honestly. I feel like both conferences have, like, like obviously the Bucks are, you know, the, the one seed in the whole NBA. But everyone's healthy now. Everyone's coming back, like, 100%, hopefully. Um, you got the Lakers, Clippers, even the Rockets in the West, um, the the – the Nuggets too, like people leave them out, like, and then in the the East you got the 76ers, Celtics, Raptors, Bucks. Like, it's gonna be interesting because they've all been off for so long. Like, all it takes is, all it takes is Giannis like not finding his groove, and all of a sudden the Bucks are out. You know, like, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool to watch. Hopefully yeah. it it <laughs> hopefully it keeps going. I mean, <laughs> hopefully we get a conclusion to it for sure. But I agree, yeah. it's gonna be a lot more wide open maybe than people think, mm-hmm. um, at least before. You know, maybe in like the middle middle tiers. You know, I think yeah. that we all believe Lakers, Bucks, Clippers. You know, that final four type is going to be there at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if there were a couple upsets along the way for sure. Yeah. Um, so, 
in regards to the playing game, in because in the West there's how many teams? Thirteen. Yes. So if they're all within each other, what happens? Is there like they all have to play a play in? Well, so it's basically like if like if you look at it throughout the regular season, like if teams are tied, they still there still is an eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh. So like the tiebreakers come in. So like if they have okay. the same record, it's whoever is slotted in that ninth. Spot based okay. on the previous time. And then they played the playing game. They would play with the playing with the with the eighth seed. Yeah, okay. I, I was wondering that too when they first announced it. I was like, what if they all have the same record? But mm-hmm. if you think about it, like the standings still do exist. All right, that makes so sense. So there, there will be a ninth a ninth seed one way or another. Yeah. So until until the league actually starts up again, that's pretty much the NBA news that we really have. Unless you had something else you wanted to toss in there. But um, um, no, I just I, it's pretty exciting. They came out with the uh, scrimmage schedule for the uh, oh, like yeah, yeah. the you games that they're going to be doing. Cornfield sent that with the scribbles yeah. all over it. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, I don't know if that's going to be televised or not. I think it'd be cool to see. I, I I read something that they were talking about televising it. Um, probably be smart on their end. Just get more get some content out there. yeah get stuff out there or even like just highlights of it i'm sure there will be there'll be some form uh, some form of media Media of the scrimmages yeah so So, actually just two minutes ago jamal crawford agreed to a deal with the brooklyn nets really it looks yeah it looks like the nets have their superstar (laughs) upsets all all over (laughs) wait i thought he was on a team wasn't he on like the hawks or something the kings I guess not. <laughs> He's on the Nets now. They signed Tyler Johnson too. I saw. Yeah, and remember they offered him like fifty mil like <laughs> years ago. Isn't yeah, he not good? <laughs> no, he's terrible. Wait, it says his Wikipedia says he's on the Suns. I don't know. I just got from Shams, who is pretty good NBA insider. Jamal Crawford has agreed to a deal with the Brooklyn Nets. What? <laughs> This is the the Suns are like playing too. It says it's time, and then NBA Finals, and it's like it's Crawford, Tyler Johnson, and Jared Allen with LeBron, Caruso, and Davis. <laughs> Wait, that isn't that Karis Levert? Oh, that is Levert. <laughs> I thought it was a joke about them signing Crawford. Oh, oh. who's the guy <laughs> in the bottom? What? Who's the guy in the bottom? I think that was Tyler Johnson. Oh. Um, well, yeah. Either way, the Nets are fucked. And what's interesting, too, this is what I wanted to mention. Um, the Nets, if they make the playoffs, they lose their first-round pick. So they only get it if they are in the lottery. Mm. So you got to wonder. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not that important to them, but I guess if they want to, like, flip it for a piece to, like, yeah. win now, I don't know. I mean, you'd rather have it for sure. Then get swept by the bugs. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It'll Levert, be interesting. I don't think they'll be doing any tanking or anything. No. Well, you know, Lavert's gonna go one hundred percent all day, every day, baby. He's a baller. I like. I like Lavert. He is, he is uh, a baller. You know who cool. else is a baller? Jamal Crawford. Yeah, um, he is. But I was talking about a man who just made five hundred million dollars. Oh. Put it right in his pocket. He certainly is a baller. <laughs> Mr. Patrick Mahomes strikes the largest deal in not just NFL history, but sports history. Um, it's 10 years, 
So he's technically under contract for 12 years because it's an extension on his rookie deal. So he has two years left on that, plus the 10 years, up to $503 million uh, with guarantees and incentives and all that. And there's a bunch of little language in there that we don't know about that, like, what it, what was it? Like, guarantee, it was guaranteed something or whatever? What was that word? Yeah, the guarantee mechanisms. I was yeah. um, I was looking into it a little bit to try to get some more info on the actual contract. Basically, as long as he stays on the team throughout the length of the contract, which, barring injury, I don't imagine he wouldn't, mm-hmm. um, he's going to be guaranteed, the, the contract is going to be guaranteed up to, like, $450 million if he's on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, then if he does get injured, the actual guarantees in the event of injury, depending on when it is, is $141 million. Wow. And it's yeah, basically, so. it's basically just... Like every year that he's on the roster, by the start of the league year, the following year's contract becomes guaranteed. So it's like a year ahead of it each time. It's basically like there's no reason to ever cut him, which they would never do anyway. But it's just like, and he has he has player options though in case like he gets to the point where he's underpaid if the cap like blows up. And you know what's what's crazy about this and just to related to something and another contract situation that we talked about on last episode with Jamal Adams um, we never heard anything from the Chiefs about like them uh, maybe you hear like a report the Chiefs have like been talking about it but there was never anything guaranteed and a lot of people expected them not to do it yet and maybe wait another year Um, Patrick Mahomes didn't you know throw a fit like Jamal Adams and and he just got the highest contract in NFL NFL history. I'm not saying Jamal would have gotten one by being a team player. Not saying anything, but it's just funny that how, yeah. how the two sides are so different. You know, it's just of he, course, yeah. I mean, there's so a way quiet. to go about contract negotiations the right way and the wrong mm-hmm. way. And you know, Patrick Mahomes. But it's also a little different because I mean, no, you never would doubt that the Chiefs weren't going to pay him. Of course, of course. Like the Jets could say all they want, we want him, we want him, but like there is probably a uh-huh. figure that they wouldn't sign him at. Exactly. Like so, the Chiefs were just probably just blank check, whatever the fuck. Yeah, I mean, and if and if anything, and by the time he reaches the end of this contract, like he's not gonna, he's probably not gonna be making the most per year out of quarterbacks. Like no. it's at forty-five mil or something per year when it gets mm-hmm. towards the end, but. He deserve. I mean, he deserves every every penny of it. I don't think there's anyone out there saying the Chiefs made a mistake or or gave him too much. No. If anything, they, what were you saying? Yeah, I was. You were gonna say this, I think. But like the way that they were able to spread it out over ten years, it helps the team also. Yeah, exactly. If anything, it it's so beneficial to them to just you just have him. He's yours. He's yours now for the next mm-hmm. twelve years. You don't have to worry about a quarterback in forever. And even when it, the 12 years is up, he'll still be pretty young in quarterback years. He'll probably have another possibly, oh, yeah. like, 8 to 10 years left if, For you sure. know, the, the greats that we're seeing now is anything to go by, like Breeze, Brady, Rodgers, Rivers, all these guys playing into their into their 40s and late 30s. He's going to be around... For a long time. And now they don't have to worry about anything for 12 seasons. No, are they going to re-sign him? No rumors of this and that. Yep. He locked, he's locked up. It's also crazy, dude. His cap hit in 2020 is $5 million this season. Yeah, because it still and, is the, the rookie deal, right? Yeah, and next year it goes up to $24 million and then $31 million. So, like, 
it's not even that outrageous until it gets to 2023. And at mm-hmm. that point, you have to expect that with the cap rising, 42 million in 2023 is probably not going to be that bad. No, definitely. It's, I'm sorry. I bet in the next three, four years, someone gets more per year than that. I mean, yeah. what did, what did Kirk Cousins get? Like 30 something mil per year? 33, Around, I think it was something yeah, like that. Yeah, like if if you don't, especially now that they set the market with Mahomes, all these other quarterbacks are gonna once Lamar is up and and Dak whenever he gets his and all these other young rising quarterbacks. I don't yeah. think Dak will get forty something yeah, mil. I feel but, like you like because what usually happens is it tops it every time there's a new quarterback. I feel like you, there might be a couple quarterbacks who are getting slotted underneath for a little bit, and then eventually, and then somebody will pass it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Like the the guys who are in there first or second year now or even guys who are about to be drafted in the next year or two mm-hmm. who end up being studs they'll they'll probably yeah. be the ones who yeah. surpass it at some point like, like Deshaun I, is up for a contract because it's the same year as Mahomes like uh-huh. they're not passing it on the same timeline he's not getting more than Mahomes exactly and like he shouldn't because he's not right. better right. <laughs> so there's no like leverage there to say you know I deserve more than this guy because talking MVP, Super Bowl champ, and Super Bowl MVP, and only two years as a starter, three years in the league. Ridiculous. It's really, you know, unprecedented in that sense. (laughs) You know, there's nobody who's achieved that at this stage in their career. So that's why you get an unprecedented deal. Could you tell me who the last 10-year deal was in the NFL? (laughs) Uh, John Gruden. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's he, a good answer. Does he count? <laughs> it doesn't count, but that's a good answer. No, I couldn't, honestly. Michael Vick with the, with the Falcons in 2004. Really? And what? how many years that did that didn't work out? Yeah, he played like three or more years and then yeah. got arrested. Which I'm sure it was probably avoided, the money, because of what yeah. happened. But, um, yeah, that's the last 10-year contract. And did you know Tyrone Smith on the Cowboys is on an eight-year deal? Yeah, when we were when we were going over that whole Cowboys contract situation, I think what, yeah. didn't we do that on the last episode? I went through all the contracts. Yeah, yeah. He, I, it, I didn't even notice eight years, dude. Yeah, they have a bunch of guys on. Like I saw eight, seven, seven. Like they have that long never contracts in the NFL. I guess the Cowboys can just do whatever they want. Apparently. Yeah, the cap doesn't matter to them. Yeah. Fucking but, ridiculous. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, man, and the Chiefs are going to be. They still have money to spend the next two years until the new contract kicks in. And even when the new contract kicks in, they're going to be great with him under center. They, they're going to be a problem for a long time. Tenth overall pick. Good job, <coughs> Chicago. Yeah, I saw somebody spin it. They were like, uh, it turns out the Bears actually avoided having to pay $500 million by picking <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. So, oh, so that's man. a good way to look at it if you're a Bears fan. Save well, now that they're money. paying, what are they paying, Nick Foles, like... <laughs> Yeah, they're paying him like twenty five million <laughs> yeah, so. for per year. But I mean, I mean listen, there's not much else you could say about Mahomes. He is one probably yeah. the best kept quarterback I've ever seen already. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean there's no other way to say it. He's amazing. I'm sure he's gonna win many more Super Bowls. Um I won't give him the GOAT yet just because you never know what could happen. I mean, no, if he went fair. the rest of his career with the only the one and but he was still lighting it up every year. I'm, I guess you could make an argument, but when you got someone like Brady who has six, it's hard to. <laughs> yeah, he's got to get a couple more, but I don't think there's no reason to believe he won't. Um, yeah, I mean they probably will win next year if we're being honest. Yep. It sucks being a Chargers fan having to deal with that for the next fucking decade. That'll be fun. <laughs> 
Don't worry, man. They got Herbert. He's the next. Hate Mahomes. to see that. Yeah. I heard heard if you, Herbert's getting his ten-year contract next yeah, week. Yeah. If you rearrange the letters in Justin Herbert, you get Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> you actually get garbage quarterback. <laughs> Hey man, wait till he throws a pass. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll worry about that later. I'm still, I'm not gonna get myself upset right now. Yeah. Well, that's that's the good NFL news, and I guess this is still good NFL news in in our next subject. But it's it's not really on the, you know, positive side of things in a way because it has to do with the the Washington Redskins and the fact that they're finally going to change their, their name. Apparently, that's what we're hearing. And the reason I say it is a positive thing, them changing their name, but the fact that it's taken this long and this much you know, outcry and, and people against it to finally do it, that's uh-huh. you know, the negative side of it. But at least they're making a change, apparently. Right. So, yeah, um, I mean, they came out today. Schefter tweeted a couple hours ago um, that while the discussions are ongoing about a potential new name, the Redskins are at least planning to have no Native American imagery involved in their logo schemes mm-hmm. for this okay. year. So I guess, you know, the logo and center and midfield will be changed. I guess the helmets and stuff yeah. um, at the very least right now. So, you know, things like you said, things are it's a good thing that they're trending in the right direction. Definitely took longer than anybody would have liked. Cause, and, and what I want to say, because people, everybody is now saying, oh, now there's a problem with Redskins or all of this stuff going on in 2020. Now we have to change this. We have to change that. Everything's changing. This has been an issue going back like 30 years with the Redskins. Yeah, Dan Snyder not... has been told to change the name countless times. Yeah, and that that poll, everyone brings up this like one poll where apparently like 9 out of 10 Native Americans polled said they didn't find it offensive and I'm not denying that that happened. I'm just skeptical that, like, enough people were polled. Or, I mean, I don't know where it really comes from, this whole the, the poll and everything. But whatever. Mm-hmm. There, there's been people pushing for change in the past. And Dan Snyder actually used that poll from whatever it was, 2016, as, like, a defense of it, saying, you know, I'm, I'm not going to change it, given this. But it's just, it, it's definitely more of a, I guess the the... the you know climate we're living in definitely push it over the edge but it's not just because of what's happening in 2020 that people want to change like it's been a thing for a while and the same thing and i've actually said this like the cleveland indians i think is honestly worse just because yeah. they're not indians they are native americans and Ridiculous. it's just you know it's if they were the cleveland native americans I don't. I mean, I don't think anyone would really have a problem. <laughs> right. um, but they're that's just misnamed. Not, in the that's not what they're called. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. Um, it, it's it's a weird thing. It's like it's a crazy thing that we're in right now when all of the controversy, like because like you said, there are polls where people are saying that maybe this this amount of Native Americans aren't offended by it. I've seen some people, um, some Native Americans think that it's you know honorable to be like recognized by the nfl and like have their history live on or whatever Mm. Uh, but i also feel like we're just at the point where if i'm dan snyder or if i'm the owner of the cleveland indians isn't it just best to not involve yourself in controversy or anything that could bother someone or offend someone like i would just want to be you know change the name to like the washington what i mean i don't have names off the top of my head whatever it is like a fucking tiger or a warrior like yeah. something that is just not controversial and so all of like 
everything that comes up with your organization, like the Redskins, it's going to be there. It's going to be hovering uh, over. It's like this, yeah, but this is the name and all of that. So exactly. just even if you don't believe that it's offensive from a, like a straight-up business perspective, it just seems better off to erase all of that and just separate yourself from it. Yeah, and if any, anyone who is like, I won't be a fan if they change the name, like, I, you're, then you're just not... If you're a fan because of the name the name is the Washington Redskins, then, like, you're not a real fan of football. And I think if you're saying that, you're probably just being annoying for the sake of being annoying. Like, uh-huh. and I think you have an ulterior motive in, in the situation. Uh, I don't want to get too into that, but it's just, it's just not that big of a deal. Like, if the Jets had to change their name, um, I, I really wouldn't. If if it's the same players and they're in New York, like whatever, man. Like, I'll get, I would be like a little upset because I don't think Jets are offensive or anything. But like, I'll get over it. They'll be the new team. Yeah. They'll have the it's same players, and it's it's just teams have like, changed names before. Yeah, they actually they used to be the Titans. They mm-hmm. were the New York Titans. Now they're the Jets. Yeah. Um, and then but, the, the yeah. Houston Oilers became the Titans. Yeah, it's just not worth it to have that, like you said, hovering over your organization, especially an organization that's already bad, and then you have this attached to you as well, yeah. like that people can just throw on you anytime you do something bad, like, oh, and also they have this. Now mm-hmm. it's one less thing for people to complain about and, and worry about, and I, I think it's the right thing to do just because there, you don't, there's no other team named after a skin color of a race. Or yeah. uh, an, ethnic- an ethnicity, or there's yeah, no. If you break down what the actual name is saying, red skins, like yeah, the a person's skin color. Why would that be a team name? Yeah, it's 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 weird. I mean, like I don't have any names off, except you wanted it to be uh, the Washington Football Club. That is that's just class personified right there. You want to really turn your franchise around and get in the good graces of the football gods? <laughs> Washington Football Club, it just has such a nice ring to it. I'm not DCFC. I'm not opposed to it. I'm just not I just don't think they'll do it. It'll never happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not opposed, but I'm sure they'll go with like I bet that they'll probably keep the color scheme and everything. I don't see that changing. Um, it's honestly a pretty nice color scheme, the maroon yeah. and yellow. You're mm-hmm. wearing that shirt right now. What is that? A Redskins shirt? <laughs> Gryffindor. They should be the Gryffindors. <laughs> but I like that color scheme. Um, I was hearing that there talks about changing them to the Red Tails. Oh, like um, the pilots? Getting some, yeah, the Tuskegee Airmen. Um, that's yeah. what they, had, they called themselves. Um, Dwayne Haskins actually tweeted out in support of it. He's like, I like the Red Tails. Um, which I think that's a good idea if you want to, you know, turn it into a positive in terms of, like, honoring a certain minorities um, that have been previously discriminated against but also like the Tuskegee Airmen have nothing to do with Washington yeah Um, they were like it was somewhere in the south I'm not sure exactly where it was but that was kind of something that was a little curious to me because a lot of franchises like to base it off the history of their own city or their state Um, so it seems like a little forced I saw some people arguing against that just saying like given what happens in like sports fandom like you don't want people saying like "fuck the red tails" or some, and then like, <laughs> you know, That's like and point, kind yeah. of like putting a bad uh-huh. stigma around them. So That's I, they'll funny. probably That's a good yeah, point. <laughs> they'll probably go with something like pretty generic. Honestly, like you said, the warrior. I don't think they'll do the warriors. I don't want to be. I don't want to see the warriors. No, dude. no. Just, I mean, you got the Golden State Warriors. Don't don't be 
and that works for them. But I think Warriors itself is such a bland name. It's just we're the Warriors. What are we doing? Uh, yeah, it's. But uh, I don't know. I think that they have an opportunity here to really, you know, turn their franchise around in, in you know the the way that they're viewed, and maybe even if you know get some positive auras in the building and yeah. maybe turn around I the mean, fucking terrible franchise for the past decade. Yeah, I mean, they started, they hired a pretty proven good head coach, Ron Rivera, and he seemed to have, he has control over the organization. Dan Snyder sort of stepped away, and I remember we talked about it on the show, and Alex brought up that everyone who had the ear of Dan Snyder or whatever was removed and fired and, and doesn't have, um, doesn't have any more... You know they're gone. Whatever. Right, uh, right. Then you know they're moving forward. Dwayne Haskins, who seemed to have been putting in a lot of work this off season. I see it all over social media. He's in really good shape. He works out every day. And they just drafted Chase Young, who's like the best pass rushing prospect in forever. So they're moving in the right direction. And this could be, yeah, like you said, this could be a turning point for them. They change their name. They get that that off of their, you know, their many criticisms that people throw at them, and maybe. Maybe we see a new Washington Redskins in the 2020s. New Washington football club. Oh, shit. I just called them the Redskins. (laughs) (laughs) A new Washington organization. Yes. Um, Yeah, no, definitely. And the last thing I wanted to say, and I don't know, I I was thinking about this, and tell me if you agree, because it's gotten a lot of criticism that obviously the the main reason why um, all of this got put into motion now that they're actually listening about changing the name is because FedEx told them, and because like Nike removed their clothing, all the investors were mm-hmm. telling them this. So everyone's saying, oh, they're doing it because of money. Like the money is the reason. And that kind of gave people a negative perception of it, that it's not genuine. But what I was thinking is that it's, I don't think it's a bad thing that it has to do with money because like FedEx and Nike, the reason that they're putting the pressure is because of their bottom line and their money. Mm-hmm. But the reason why it would affect Nike's bottom line is because the people, the people who actually have problems with it, who are offended and who don't want to support them, they are going to stop buying Redskins gear, stop supporting these companies that are affiliated with the Redskins. So to, to me, it's kind of like it is because ultimately that there are enough people that care about it and are upset about it that we, the people, are affecting these companies' bottom lines to the point where a change has to come. So I don't think we should just look at it as, oh, now that it's affecting the money, now they're going to change it. It's a res- it's affecting the money as a result of the people finally having a loud enough voice to yeah. enact change. No, I, I agree. Which and, I think that's a good thing to see. And look, even, even if it is about money, which it is for all these owners, they're changing the name. It's happening. I don't think Dan Snyder's a good person now. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not, I like what he, he's he'll always be a shitty guy in my mind. So you don't have to think they're you don't have to think well of him or whatever. But just be happy that they're you're finally getting what you want and like they're doing the right thing. And but yeah, you're, I, I agree with you. Like what you said, there's yeah, there's more there's to more it than just than just the money, right? It's yeah. as a, the money aspect is a result of the pressure put on exactly. by the people. Yeah. Well, I think. Um, with this is what we're doing. We're st- in this podcast. We start off with uh, you know the good stuff, and we're slowly, slowly bringing you down to the more um, depressing and bad news uh-huh. that nobody wants to hear more about. More serious matters. Yeah. So I'm sure everyone knows by now. Uh, Deshaun Jackson 
and what he tweeted, or I don't know if he tweeted, put it on a story, whatever it was, um, a false Hitler quote. It was not a, a quote from that Hitler actually said, but nonetheless, if something says Hitler says, you do not post that and agree with it. Um, Pretty basic, basic basically, knowledge yeah. Right there. What the gist of what it said was. Um, Jewish people are trying to dominate the world and, you know, put uh, black people down uh, in their conquest to do that. Uh, I, I don't really want to read out the quote because yeah, it doesn't need, to, it be doesn't need to. I'm sure you've all seen it already. Uh, the reason I want to talk about it is just because I think it's it's just a little disappointing seeing the lack of, you know, people condemning him for making the statement and almost people trying to defend him. And look, I, someone made a great point. I think it might have been, it might have been uh, Stephen A. Smith or Shannon Sharp. They were like, look, this is the same guy that threw the ball out of his hands before he crossed into the end zone. Like, we know, uh, uh, Deshaun Jackson's probably not the smartest guy. And uh-huh. at first, I, I kept saying, you know, what well, he should be cut, this and that. I don't think he should, whatever. He shouldn't lose his job. He did something really dumb. It's just sad to see people sort of, you know, making an excuse for it. Especially in this time, like we're talk- we talked about earlier in the episode, like, this is not the time to be, you know, against any race or religion or be talking down and, like, trying to divide people in any way. Especially when I'm sure he- he's-, he's fighting for his own rights and, like, the people of his race. It's just so weird. Like, I-, I almost don't, I'm, like, very confused by it. And then you have Steven Jackson who, who, you know, nobody really cared about after he retired from the NBA, and then he was really good friends with George Floyd, and he was being an advocate for Black Lives Matter. He sort of popped back into the scene, and, like, people were really digging him. Uh-huh. And now he's just, he looks like a complete moron, like, saying, you know, Deshaun Jackson yeah. was right, he's educating people, this and that. And it's just, it's just a sad circumstance. Um, before, I, if you want to say anything first before we, like, continue on. Yeah, I, what I was going to say, and it, I agree with what you were talking about, the lack of response from other people in the sports sports world. Because um, like you said, Deshaun Jackson, he is what he is. You know, none of us had ever really viewed him as kind of like a moral compass or somebody who is like very up to date in a way. Because he had never really asserted himself into social discussions like this very often. Uh-huh. Like a lot of players do use their platform for social awareness and things like that, which is amazing to see. But you have people who are going to, like, like Deshaun Jackson, do stupid shit and say stupid shit when they don't know what they're talking about, really. And then I think the response to that is kind of, like, where the change is going to happen or, like, bring awareness or, like, how people react to it is what is going to become of the statement. Like, he's teeing the ball up and then, like, the ball's in everyone else's court to react to it. Uh Um, And like you said, no one has really... You know, spoken out about it. There's been a couple of like retired athletes that have said some things. Um, for the most part, the the large majority of people have been pretty quiet about the anti the obvious anti-Semitic viewpoints that Deshaun Jackson brought to light and what Stephen Jackson has been continuing to harp on. And so I guess like we were talking about this last night. I don't think that it, it's more so of a fault of just like humanity in ourselves that mm-hmm. people are inherently going to be selfish about things and that, re- that relate to them. 
Right. Yeah. So, like, obviously, the Black Lives Matter movement, you have all of, like, basketball and NFL that are predominantly black, you know, consistent of, of African-American players. They are going to voice their opinions because it's directly related to them, and they, of course, should be doing that. But then when you have, when it comes to being anti-Semitic and there's really not a Jewish presence in a lot of these sports, I think that mm-hmm. it's, while obviously disappointed, I can I can see why it would be not talked about as much. Yeah. But it's wrong to it's wrong that that's what's happening. Yeah. And like and if you it's either, you know, equality and justice for all or then like what are you really standing for? Exactly. And everyone, you know, uh including my ally, I brought it up too. Everyone was like quick to talk about Drew Brees and the reaction to what he said about the flag, which I'm not, I don't want to like compare circumstances whatever and like who said what is worse. But it, it's just like it, it, it's what I what's disappointing to me is just it was an opportunity to show that like the Black Lives Matter movement was was about really like you just said equality for all uh-huh. and people while, whether they can't relate to it or not it's just like you got to show that you're you're in it for everyone you know and mm-hmm. we me and me and Matt we uh, we come from a, we're not Jewish ourselves uh, but we come from a, an area and a school district where there's a lot of Jewish people we, uh, we're from Hewlett. Um, there's a lot of Jewish people that live around here so we've been very exposed to that culture and, and that religion and we've seen people that we know that are that are not okay with what was said um, but I just thought it was a good opportunity to like really show uh, how it really is about humanity and coming together as one and now mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's more fuel for the people who are against this and like mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter and, and equality it's more fuel for people to say Everyone complains when someone brings up, uh, well, you know, the cop shouldn't be treated this way just because of one bad guy. It's more fuel for that type of stuff for people to say, well, look what happened when when Deshaun Jackson, you know, was had his anti-Semitic remarks and nobody like came to their defense. It's it's more mm-hmm. fuel for stuff like that. And and like we, we are dis- we're saying it's disappointing to see that they aren't coming to the to the def- uh, to the defense of, of Jewish people and like condemning what he said. But it's just, it's a really, obviously a touchy situation. You don't want to, <laughs> Alyssa just walked in, so. Yeah. No, like you were saying, you, we're not, it's tough for us to really understand and speak on it. We're not Jewish yeah. people. We're obviously not black people. Yeah. But it's just the whole idea behind what we at least strive for. And I know, you know, I do that. I know you feel the same way is that the idea is just, it's anti-hate. It's like being against, you know, oppression of all sorts of different minorities Everybody should be together and unity as human beings. And yeah. if these athletes who are so outspoken about one minority that applies to them, um, falling silent for another minority who honestly, like the Jewish community, very, very oppressed yeah, throughout I mean, a lo- generations. You know, even I mean, with, going back to Hitler with the, with the Holocaust, like this is a extremely oppressed minority throughout the history of the world. Mm-hmm. And you would think that, you know, I or I would hope at least that there would be some sort of understanding on both sides um, to kind of like, you know, have each other's back or just speak yeah. out against hate in general. You know, like I don't know what they're thinking, but it just is. It's disappointing that it's yeah. been not talked about as enough. 
Yeah, that's a good point that they they have a lot of similarities in in their history of oppression. Like, may, maybe not on the same level in certain situations, but you know, Jewish people were slaves at one point. Black people, we all know, black people were slaves. Um, black people, along with everyone, you know, associates associates the Holocaust with Jewish people, but you know, black people were just as low on mm-hmm. Hitler's list of like people yeah. that they were against. You know, like they Hitler they almost have, everybody. Yeah, they were almost in it they're like in this together almost and it's it's just sad to see um it's just yeah it's just sad to see that people aren't taking it as seriously um i guess you know the jewish population is not as great around the country and like you said especially in sports there's how uh, you could probably count on your hand how many jewish athletes there are in in the nfl and the nba and all that Uh but you know it's just in 2020 we want we're trying to strive for greater in a time of of disaster and this was not a step forward (laughs) and look i guess you know it's still a little early like people are going to come out it's not too late to come out with your support and you know condemn deshaun jackson hopefully we start to see some of that obviously you know that would be ideal um just the last thing that i want to say on this and matt this is a matthew berry tweet because i think he put it perfectly and this is kind of the idea that i've been trying to articulate Hopefully I did an okay job at it. <laughs> Basically, he was just saying you are either against all hate or you're not. You know, it's not a pick and choose proposition. You know, if people are going to be hateful, and this is me now, that was the quote, but if people are going to be hateful against any sort of race or any sort of culture, religion, we can't stand for that. Yeah. And, and so it's just, it's, it's, it should be all or nothing. Like you, and you, you either you, support it or you exactly. don't. Exactly. You can't pretend to be an advocate for one thing and be, you know, all high and mighty about this and seem like you're, you know, uh-huh. you're one for all and then turn around and be against something else. And yeah. it's it's the same exact thing. You're not, there's no different type of racism. You know, there's no different mm-hmm. type of oppression. It, it, there are minority groups that are, are, that deal with this stuff and you don't, you don't get to pick and choose who who gets to you know get more of the you know the support right and obviously obviously too like what i was saying last night and what i was saying before like you understand how like in sports that are majority african-american that the black lives matter movement is going to be more prominent and it hits home more so for these athletes so like to an extent i get it but it's also like you, you can because it's tough. Because also, like for somebody like myself, like I can't directly relate to the, what these what the mm-hmm. black community is going through. But I want to be able to support them any way that I yeah. can. I don't and, have and the same understand. emotional connection. Exactly. But you do what you and can. It's not, and I'm not expecting them to start saying like Jewish lives matter. You know, I'm not, I'm not expecting them to all of a sudden have like this whole movement for Jewish people because right. of what you just said. It's like it's not. To- it's not like the people that make up these um these fields but you just you when something like that happens when someone who is supposed to be you know helping move things forward is is putting out something like that a quote from hitler you can't just let it slide by and and mm-hmm. make it like it's nothing and try and defend it especially when if someone talked against black like with drew Brees, like we were saying before he he within an hour everyone every athlete was all over him you know right um so it's just I hope it's just a bump in the road. I'm sure it was. Um, you know, you listen to guys like Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp who say they reached out to him and, you know, told him, you know, that's wrong. Like, you can't just put out Hitler quotes, <laughs> which should not be something you have to tell a 30-something-year-old yeah. man. But of course. 
Anybody over the age of 10 knows that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, if, if you're born and raised in the United States, you probably know that Hitler was bad before you're 10, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you're taught about Hitler when you're, when you're a young kid. Like, people talk, talk about the Holocaust. And, and I don't know, like I said, we're, we were born and raised in an area that has a lot of Jewish people. Maybe we were more exposed to that type of stuff. Because, I mean, look, even in upstate New York, they're, like, I remember our good friend Jacob, who's Jewish, went to Oswego, and they said that he was the first Jewish people there, Jewish person they've ever met. So it, mm-hmm. it is, like, a very unique thing to be raised around such a predominantly Jewish area. So I, I, I kind of, I understand, but I don't, under, I will never understand putting a Hitler quote and agreeing with it no, <laughs> and and no matter goes, where goes you've back been. back to what you were saying about who Deshaun Jackson is with dropping the football over the end zone. Yeah. I also think to an extent, like, we have to stop viewing all of these athletes as, like, model citizens who know exactly. about all of this. They don't know everything. No, nobody knows everything that there is to know about, like, these social issues. We're all kind of learning as we go. Mm-hmm. And to hold somebody like Deshaun Jackson in such high regard because just because he has a platform, like... You can't expect all these athletes to to be like that. And yeah, like, Charles, exactly. like Charles Barkley said it years ago, he said, I'm not a role model. Just because I dunk a basketball doesn't mean I should be raising your kids. Yeah, exactly. So, and like, a lot of players do use their platform because they are educated, and that's, like, amazing to see so many athletes come out and, like, have all of these deep, thought-out opinions and, like, really mm-hmm. know what they're talking about. But it's not for everybody. And, you know, like... Deshaun Jackson's out here trying to educate us about fucking uh-huh. Hit- fake Hitler quotes. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's somebody who just needs to educate himself before he exactly. tries to, like, bring it on to us. I was just going to say, like, uh, Peter Rosenberg said in that video you sent me, like, don't mm-hmm. try and educate people when you clearly have not educated yourself on the subject yeah. first. And then with your platform spreading, you know, disinformation to yeah. the masses. So just, just for us, like, we have to just be, you know, take everything with a grain of salt and understand who it is that's saying what they're saying before, like, really deciding yeah. if it's something that's worth listening to or not. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope when we come back next week, hopefully we have Alex back, and I hope there's more positive things to talk about. Um, I hope there's not any any Mussolini quotes put out there <laughs> or anything of the yeah. sort. Let's just but, keep it, keep calm down, everybody. Yeah. Like, come let's, on. Think before let's, you send something out. Yeah. Let's, let's continue, <laughs> continue spreading the love and, and educating yeah. yourself in private before yeah. you, you do something like that. But mm-hmm. thank you for tuning in everybody. Uh, this was another episode of the episode of the memo with Matt and Richard. It was, uh, it did feel a little lonely uh, without our, mm-hmm. you know, our other third, but, yeah. You know, we wish him the best. <laughs> you got yeah, any last and, uh, words? Well, no. Oh, yeah. The last thing I wanted to mention. UFC oh, yes. 251 coming out. It's this Saturday. Huge pay-per-view. I will be releasing my memo betting tips uh, probably either tomorrow or Friday so we can get everybody have a chance to put their bets in. Dope. Um, and then with sports are right around the corner, so maybe we'll do some questions next week to see yep. what what's, uh, people want to talk about. But, um, yeah. yeah, we're getting close, people. We're getting close. Yeah, by this time next week, um, I mean, the first NBA game is July 31st, right? So we'll have, mm-hmm. like, training camps, scrimmages starting up. Uh, NFL training camp starts end of July. Um, I wanna, I'm going to start doing – back to 24th. Yeah, baseball's coming back. Uh, I'm going to start doing my Jets stuff that I've been wanting to do. Um, yeah, so look out for Matt's article. Are you doing a podcast or an article, you said? 
I'm going to do both. I think I'm going to okay. release a little quick podcast, and the article will be on the website. But um, it's time to turn the content up a little bit with the yep. sports right around the exactly. corner. We're finally back in the groove, people. Yep. All right. So we'll, we'll see, you next, see week. you next week. Thank you for tuning in.